Hi everyone, welcome to the Niku Mum, a podcast where we share the stories of New Zealand parents who have had a baby in a neonatal unit across the country. Today we are talking with Albertine, whose baby was born um, overdue, uh, 41 weeks and three days, but um, was LGA, large for gestational age, and uh, she ended up having a C-section due to some distress with the baby, so they only had quite a short NICU stay, but they had a couple of wee issues that they had to to try and get through before they could make it home. Um, so obviously a bit scary, you know, you think you make it to full term and you avoid NICU, but that's not always the case. Um, but yeah, I'll let her talk through everything. Let's get into it. It's been a year today since I went in labour, so it's all been coming wow. back. <laughs> How yeah. crazy is that? Timing? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, do you want to start off just kind of introducing yourself and like your family and the start of your journey? Yeah, absolutely. So my name's Albertine or Albie for short. Um, I've got husband Travis and two little girls. I've got Maeve who is coming up three and Amelia who is turning one tomorrow. Um so our NICU stay was with Amelia, mm-hmm. um, my second. It was a very relatively short stay compared to, um, yeah, a lot of the yeah. mums yeah. I've listened to. Um, yeah, so I guess a bit of background is I had Maeve um, in birth care. It was like a low risk. Um, it was hard work, but, you yeah. know. Um, <laughs> birth is hard no matter what you do pretty straightforward like yeah yeah I didn't have a great time but afterwards the midwives were like great you can do that at home next time um yeah yeah so anyway um fast track to I got pregnant with Amelia I think about January so maybe it was about one um and everything was fine um just normal and then at so 20 weeks scan they picked up that she was bigger than yeah. normal. Um, she was tracking quite high so that was fine um, I did the diabetes screening um, that came back negative and what are we oh we did another growth scan just to check um, a bit later on maybe like 30 32 weeks yeah. around there yeah. um, also they did refer me to the hospital the first time but they discharged me at that right. point um, so then she was still tracking really big on a second scan. Um, so we did another diabetes screen just to be sure, because I think the first time I did the one, you only have to stay for an hour. It's yeah, not yeah. as intensive. Yeah, so we did the next one to be sure. Um, and still no diabetes. Just so a big old baby. Sort of, <laughs> yeah, just a big old baby. Um, so we sort of tracked along. I didn't really want any interventions Mm -hmm. if I could help it so um I just sort of let things roll we did talk about birthing in the hospital just to be safe and putting in like a line um whatever it's called in your hand Mm -hmm. um so we did that and yeah so at 40 I got to 40 weeks um and started stretch and sweeps to try and get her moving Mm -hmm. and they were like 
I guess, second baby. They're like, yeah, you're already a couple centimetres dilated. Mm. You're sitting there ready to go. Um, so we did that. I think I've seen the midwife every few days at that point. Yeah. So we did a few of them. Um, Just nudge her, all the... nudge her along a little bit. Yeah, yeah. They kept saying she's right there. Like she's just needs to tuck her head and get going mm. but um didn't so we were sort of getting to 41 weeks um and started talking about inductions and things mm-hmm. uh so I must have been 41 I think out of three days I my midwife texted and they had moved the induction forward they found an earlier slot so it was in two days time and that was about nine o'clock at night um it was funny because we put it off and she was like as soon as I book this you're going to go into labor yeah. so sure enough I put down my phone from the text it was yeah nine o'clock and I got what I thought I was like oh sore stomach okay cool I just went to get a wheat bag and um yeah happened again five minutes later I'm like oh man it's always <laughs> the way eh? they know yeah like I just went into a panic labor yeah, um, yeah. and it was so much different from my first, like it was hard and fast. Yeah. Like, I was like, Oh, um, so just labored at home for a while. Uh, my, we live really rurally. So we're, um, hour and 20, 30 minutes from Waikato. Right. Um, so my mum also had to drive an hour to get to us. Mm. So we got her here to look after my eldest mm. and we headed off. Uh, we got there 2 a.m.-ish. Uh, for a while, but I didn't realise I was talking to my husband last night. They were sort of, they were looking at monitors and things and they're very discreet about it, but eventually they brought in the surgeon. Uh, he had just finished a Thing. and he sort of said it was up to us but he really recommended a c-section just because my label's a bit stalled mm. um and he said because of the size of the baby they couldn't give me any oxytocin or anything he can't remember his words but it was unethical of, yeah mm. I was just having contractions I remember him holding his hands up and saying I can't can't give you anything to progress they always with. like um, start telling you all the important stuff and you're like I I'm like I can't yeah. I can't even hear you yeah right like I they were so good though like I was having contractions every couple of minutes and that everyone would just wait yeah I'd sort of done it and then talk again <laughs> and then um yeah so probably half an hour later he ended up coming back and it was probably a bit more forceful and said like the baby's in a bit of distress now um and if this sort of progresses and anything happens, just because she was big, they're worried about shoulder dystocia and hemorrhaging, yeah. um, sort of higher risk with all those things. Uh, they're sort of predicting she'd be 4.9 kilos, which is just under the five kilos as they cut off for um, big, mm. I don't know, mm. large. Yeah. <laughs> so he really did recommend the C-section and he was quite... Um, He's very straight up at that point. He said, you're going to be my second priority and I will <laughs> do what I have to to get her here if anything yeah, happens. Yeah. So we're like, okay, yeah, we will, we'll do it. Um, so I was terrified because at this point, I've never even so much as had a filling. I've never been in hospital. Yeah. It was a whole... It's obviously not what you wanted. Day. No, no, it wasn't. But yeah, we obviously were trying to play it safe mm. as we could, but mm. um, just never know. So... 
yeah, so then we sort of, they sign your life away really quickly and they're really good between contractions. You meet everyone, but I was um, just panicking mm -hmm. at this point. Anyway, so we're doing the surgery uh, and yeah, and then they got her out of me and the whole mood in the room changed. It was weird. And the surgeon's like, oh my gosh, that's a Buddha. And he's like, I think that's five and a half kilos. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. And I think, oh, I, I hadn't found out the gender, but someone right. accidentally mentioned it at that point, but right. I didn't say anything. I was just chuffed. I was like, oh my gosh, it's a girl. Yeah. Like, yeah. How big was um, Maeve at birth? She was uh, 3.9 kilos, right. so, so eight pound very, nine. Very average, um, yeah. Yeah, for my height and weight, she was like 50th yeah. percentile. Yeah. So yeah, real average. Um so, but with her, I scanned smaller than I was as well. So I was a little bit right. suspicious because like two days before I had her, I went overdue as well. She scanned at eight pounds and she came out of me two days later at like eight pound nine. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. oh, maybe there's a bit of error there. Um, anyway, they took her over and she was not breathing. They, I couldn't see anything at this point, but... I was just craning my neck as you do you're sort of stuck there but my husband went over and they kept coming over and they're like oh she's just not breathing we've got to do a bit of oxygen and then something else um but all pretty quickly I don't think they I think they were struggling to get her breathing so they took her up to Niku um so my husband went with her I said just go like mm, yeah yeah as you do <laughs> yeah stay with her um he sort of turned around to come back to me. I was like, no, go. And he managed to make it into the elevator as they were leaving. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was pretty horrible all yeah. of a sudden. Like, um, I think they did briefly hold her up when they got her out, but, yeah, I didn't see her after that. Did anyone, all. like, um, officially tell you that she was a girl before they whisked her off? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. I didn't actually say that I'd heard because I didn't. I was like, oh, my gosh, this lady's going to be mortified yeah, if I... Yeah. <laughs> say anything but it was I was like it was a great feeling to know when she said something um yeah but yeah they did say yeah, it's a girl yeah. and they were keeping me updated they were awesome um so many people there it's yeah <laughs> crazy yeah. by the time I have my midwife and her trainee midwife and then all the hospital staff and yeah so I went to the ward um and I've sort of sobering up I guess coming off mm. all the drugs um I had my phone which was awesome so he uh, my husband seen a picture um they managed to stabilize her and mm -hmm. get her on the CPAP um so the official thing is just respiratory distress and yeah. her lungs had a gosh there was a name like a little collapse but not yeah yeah, yeah. So, but not they weren't they attention. weren't really concerned like they weren't um they were at the time but right. they I think after a wee while they stabilized her yeah. I was I was sort of not aware of all of this my husband was there he actually run me through it last night um so they carried on like he was holding the mask at one point and the nurses were doing the compressions to yeah. get her um stabilized but I think they managed to get her going all right. Um, so by the time 
he managed to get in touch with me. She was pretty stable. Mm. Uh, the other thing was with the big baby, they wanted to make sure that her blood sugars didn't crash. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they hooked her all up to the fluids and stuff. Yeah. Um, just to get all that done. Uh, it's funny cause, yeah, like, so... because when you have a prem baby, obviously they're really concerned about making sure they get enough food and they're not going hungry. But then at the other end of the spectrum, when you have a really big baby, it's exactly the same. <laughs> they're like really yeah, concerned yeah, it's funny, right? about like the blood sugars yeah, the and everything. Yeah, the blood sugars always are. Yeah. Because yeah, um, that was sort of the main concern we were told about before the labour was just because of its size. They wanted to do some blood sugar monitoring, which yeah. was all good. Um, yeah, so then I I was, I think the nurses were really busy and I was sort of stuck. <laughs> I didn't get to meet her till like eight hours later. It was mm. so <gasps> um, hard waiting that long. Yeah. Um, Especially very... you've done this before. You know what it's what it should yeah, be and what I you're missing out it on made it so hard yeah because yeah. last time like she came out of me straight on me straight on the breast mm-hmm. and it was just so so unnatural yeah. um yeah just to be gone and, yeah yeah stuck but yeah I eventually managed to meet her and she was in nursery one she started in um but she was doing well enough like they let us have a hold and stuff um when I got there I think it was like 2 30 in the afternoon mm-hmm. um she was born at 5 30 in the morning um yeah so her blood sugars were actually all right mm-hmm. um and luckily I had been leaking colostrum for ages so I had kept a lot of it yeah. um so that was awesome. And we actually remembered to pack it while we're in labor. Which I actually <laughs> left mine at the hospital. I like took it with me oh. and we put it in the hospital fridge, freezer, whatever. And then we left and I was like, I left all that colostrum there. Oh, <laughs> so no. it's probably still sitting in that fridge from like last August. Yeah. It's probably still there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. That was the like, I was like, how are we going to remember to take yeah. this? Like, yeah. But I braved my husband because it's so far back to our house I was like you've got to remember this it's your one job when I'm in labor you pack this (laughs) um yeah so that was I was so glad I did that because that was a big help um to start Mm. and then so I think she stayed overnight and then the next day they started to slowly wean her off um the oxygen yeah and oh she was quite uh like big stroppy baby so she was <laughs> ripping out her um yeah her hand thing the whole time so As they, they put do. Hand through her belly button yeah yeah um yeah so they, they yeah fitted that through in her tummy um and yeah so I got to try the lactation consultant came around because I was really um really really wanted to breastfeed yeah. um so she came around, which was awesome, and helped uh, get her. Because I was so worried. Because like they gave you a pump, but I just mm. like I've got a good supply, but nothing's coming out. You're mm. not with your baby yeah. in a horrible, yeah. like strange environment. Yeah. I was like, oh, I've got nothing. Um, so and I was some so people just, that I was just can't have no pump. milk. They just don't respond no. to a pump. 
yeah no and that's why I said to them I was like when I'm holding her I like would squeeze my boob I was like there's plenty there yeah. I just if I've got a pump it's just not yeah because yeah. there's only colostrum at that stage mm. anyway so mm. um yeah so we had a couple go she didn't latch great but we we got her on mm. and then that um being the second baby the lactation consultant was like it, it, you know you'll pick it up um so yeah we managed to get her on and then they slowly started weaning her off the true yeah feed um just to check and just checking that the milk was keeping her sugars as as it should be mm -hmm. um yeah so and then i think eventually she went trying to think of all the order that happened um they might have taken her off or they alternated between like the CPAP and the nose um yeah tube just for breathing just to they slowly taken her down uh and she was responding really well so that was awesome mm -hmm. uh so eventually also oh, I was on the ward as well obviously um because my blood pressure was not great either. Yeah. So I actually ended up having to stay longer than her. But um <laughs> of course. So yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really understand all the blood pressure. Like I knew it was bad, but then afterwards they're just giving me this pill all the time. Yeah. And then when I sort of came out of my haze, I was like, what is this you're giving me? Yeah. Like, and no one had sort of mentioned that my blood pressure was through the roof. Yeah. But um yeah so I was getting up so then I started feeding her every three hours so I got to the ward um up and down every three hours to feed her so that was uh, hectic in itself yeah and you're and recovering from a c-section um, <laughs> yeah and trying to get my pants on once I like pulled it a bit and it was yeah it was so bad yeah. <laughs> um and then by the time you like feed them for an hour and yes cuddle and put them down you get about 45 minutes sleep and you're back yeah yeah back there. um yeah but yeah so we in nursery one they sort of got us involved in like change or oh, all you can do is change nappies mm. and stuff um mm. you're not dressed or anything uh so we're doing that and that was quite yeah quite nice to <laughs> be involved a little bit yeah um and then they managed to I think wean her off fully I don't have any photos of nursery seven because she wasn't there long but I think she might have even have come off the oxygen and then gone there yeah. um from memory like once she was well enough to be off it mm -hmm. um so I did one night up and down to there and yeah so got to dress her and all those exciting things um and yeah so then after that I think yeah three days well just over two days later she was so she had periods of rapid breathing which is like wasn't good but they ended up just they called it adjusting her normal yeah. so um they just said it was normal for her to do that right. and yeah so they and they could monitor that while she was with me right. so when the nurses checked me they just check her breathing yeah um yeah so she did do that for a little while but they were eventually happy to discharge us 
there's always we just kept an eye on that and if it got worse or for longer periods mm. um like it would only be for a minute at a time she'd just pant mm. um but almost like she'd really like why. forget to breathe and then she's like oh i gotta catch up yeah yeah just yeah just random i it sounds bad but i hadn't really thought it was a bad thing because often i don't know with my first baby when they're sleeping they do little yeah quick breaths and slow breaths and yeah so i hadn't realized it was quite well they were they were obviously Um, confident and like letting you letting you go home with her doing that since you'd had a baby before right like you kind of knew what bad was sorry so they obviously were like confident and letting you go home while she was still having the rapid breathing since you'd had a baby before so you could kind of identify what was bad and what was normal for her yeah yeah absolutely and because I guess nothing else there were no other signs at that point yeah uh and we also discharged to Huntley birth care right so we could be monitored for a little time longer with the midwives there right uh yeah so once they managed to get my blood pressure under control we ended up yeah both discharging now on day three so short stay but uh, completely unexpected I was pretty naive about it all I um sort of luckily had a friend with a baby in Niku the year before and I'd gone to meet him in there so I had actually been in there Mm. but so I yeah I had an idea and like from her descriptions because otherwise it can be pretty Mm. pretty terrifying really yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) and all the comings and going but but also when I met him he was in nursery seven by that point not yeah nursery one was yeah there's a big difference eh, between the first couple of nurseries and then nursery seven yeah yeah definitely it's Mm. yeah it's a big adjustment kettle of fish but yeah so really quick stay but um yeah I mean you obviously found it like a bit like positive like you didn't struggle with it too much um I I personally really struggled right I was not having a good time just not meeting my baby Mm. and then I guess no sleep post-birth hormones Mm. the three-day blues not very good yeah and then I was begging to be taken to my baby and I was saying no no well initially they said you can go see her this morning Mm -hmm. because she was born at 5am and they're like oh this morning later on and then they said no and then I asked again and mm. yeah, eventually I just burst into tears and the nurse is like don't cry I'm like well what, like what am I meant to do yeah, but yeah also mindful a lot of hormones running through mm. <laughs> um yeah but I mean most yeah most of them were good I yeah <laughs> Pro, yeah just depends on what stuff you get at yeah what point. yeah 100% um, and like no yeah, matter where you really are, amazing. if you're in NICU or on the ward, you're always going to have staff that you gel with and staff that you don't, right? Like it's yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, yeah. But so, when you I, mean, I when yeah. you guys were discharged, how was Amelia at home? Um, she was good. She's a cruiser, I <laughs> guess, just a big old cruiser. Um. <laughs> Did she stay we, big? Like, um, did her re- tra- trajectory no. stay big? Or did she kind of? 
No, so they did warn me um, that, like, they level out. Yeah. So she's probably pretty small now for her, or like medium mm, for her age. Mm. But yeah, so her trajectory went from like the hundredth and every punk of the point in a midwife. It was going more towards normal. So yeah. eventually they level out. I guess just like the um, prems eventually, yeah, yeah. yeah, get up there. Yeah. So yeah, the other way around. Yeah. So, no, you wouldn't even know anymore that. Yeah, I don't know if I actually said she ended up being 5.45 kilo when she came out. Gosh. So the surgeon was pretty close. Yeah. That's so a big old baby. <laughs> yeah, it was. My cousin yeah, had so a baby than... um, a couple weeks or a couple months before I had our baby, and he was 12 pounds, 13 ounces. <gasps> oh, that's, yeah. And he's I still just... a big boy. <laughs> Oh, is it? Yeah. You're kind of fun, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just don't know. Was it family history or just mm, a random? Nah, just, I think, I think she yeah. was a bit bigger, but not, not 13 pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's huge. Yeah, but they're like, they're not yeah, big people. So like, yeah, yeah, no, it's just. It is what it is. Okay. Um, no, but I was glad. I really, really didn't want a C-section, but when she came out, I was like, oh, okay, that would have probably been at the expense of my perineum. But <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I would have ended up cut up somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah. It still sucks, though. Yeah, like, you yeah. didn't plan for that. And, it, you know, obviously, no. at the end of the day, you're always yeah. going to do what you have to for your baby. But it still sucks when you kind of get the choices made for you. Yeah. Definitely, and I still feel like if I hadn't have done that, would she have not been a Niku? Would she have been, you know, you've yeah. always got the mm. <laughs> what ifs, mm. so I try and like, oh, don't do that to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah so, mm. no, but a sh- short stay, but it was good and right place. Yeah. You know, I was so glad to have that help there yeah. when we needed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely yeah, scary when it's expected, let alone when you're overdue and not expecting it at all. Yeah, no, I was pretty, yeah, naive <laughs> to yeah, be fair, yeah. but in my head to get out such a big baby, I was like, I just have to manifest <laughs> positively <laughs> that it's just going to be a natural birth, I'll be fine, like, yeah, um, in my head, I couldn't sort of think of alternatives. It's, yeah, well, what else can you do? You're not going to focus on the negative, positive. are you? Yeah, yeah, exactly, and yeah, she got here, and she's safe and happy, so yeah. that's, yeah. And it's her birthday. Tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. So, yeah, we're about an hour off when I went into labor. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Happy birthday, Amelia. Yeah. yeah. So, we've got the day off tomorrow, so that's exciting. Just in time for the long weekend. <laughs> yeah, extra long weekend. Mm. She misunderstood the point of labor weekend. Think, but... <laughs> she took it too literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm fair though, so she could have come well before, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing yeah. your story. Um, I'm so glad that everything turned out to be, you know, in the scheme of things, quite a short stay for you and we're pretty straightforward. Yeah. And thank you. Yeah, thank you for talking with me. I love your podcast. And thank I, you. Yeah, when I was sort of hit with Niku, I had no nothing. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's um it's... it's a big scary place that unfortunately a lot of people experience but no one talks about yeah it's funny in your 
in what is it postnatal courses mm. you talk about c-sections and drugs and no one actually briefs you for that like I, yeah mm, mm. i know they try and yeah stay positive mm. but it would be nice to know a little yeah, bit <laughs> for sure for sure so yeah that was our team story with amelia i didn't say um at the start of the episode that her name was amelia and that she also has another daughter because i didn't actually know that <laughs> prior i usually record the start of the episode before talking to the guest on the show um and I just use like the little blurb that you give me when you submit your story so if you don't give me all the information I I don't have it I sometimes stalk your Instagram <laughs> but Albertine's is private so <laughs> yeah so that was her story with Amelia obviously a short stay in the NICU but you know a NICU stay is a NICU stay as I as I keep saying and when you are giving birth at nearly 42 weeks, you are obviously not expecting NICU and to then be thrown into that situation is quite scary. Um, but yeah, so everything worked out well. Happy birthday again to Amelia for tomorrow, her first birthday. Very exciting. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will chat soon. Bye. <laughs>